right, folks, here we are, and we are back with another episode of On the D-Lo. So, you know what's funny about that is uh, I, I did that the other day on Jeremy's podcast. I was like, <laughs> and he, he just stops full frame, and he looks at me, and he's like, dude, what are you, amateur? Like, I was just dying laughing. Anyways, I had to start with that. So, here we are, episode 109, and I have my good friend Liz, who I'm so excited to talk to. And Liz is the spirit of entrepreneurship. I can't even tell you folks how much I have learned from her um, over the years. And I remember meeting you for the first time. It was at, what, Lovecraft? Lovecraft, yeah. yes. Yeah, and it was a little networking shading. Do you remember that day? Oh, yeah. I was speaking at the event yeah. about standard operating procedures. That's right. And you, being you, came up and were like, hey, uh, I, need, I need to know more about you. I'm like, got it. Let's do this. Yeah. And how long was that? Like six years ago? At least, yeah. Yeah, at least. And uh, SOPs, standard operating procedures, were something that I, I didn't know a darn thing about. And I befriended you, and you were so kind to help me with that. And a lot of that stuff we still use today. You actually took up um, residence in my office for a little while, too. Is yeah. that crazy to think about? Like, right next door to the studio. I know, which is amazing. Well, and I, but I think that, like, says something about you. So, like, when I first met you, I was like, how does this guy, like, he has it together? So, like, from an operational standpoint, like, what's going on? That's because he's a nightmare. Yeah. And as you know, when we have uh, a lot of employees and a lot of hats that we wear and, you know, uh, we're all built different in essence. And I know that you have your positives. I have my positives, this and that. And I think when you find somebody like I found in you, at least that day from what you were saying, I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. Like, you know, somebody help me organize this shit that's not, you know, because my staff's too busy doing insurance. I needed yeah. somebody that came from the outside well, and really organized stuff. And your business, too, is a lot of, like, paper and right. processes from point A to Z, right? And, like, you're the salesperson to yeah. some degree. And so bringing people in to your orbit and how do you service them and what's your client experience and you know what what do you expect as the business owner so that was kind of a fun process to go through with yeah, you. yeah it was and you learned a lot about insurance too and just kind of all the different things and, yeah. and we're a boutique agency so um i know you could appreciate that because you're very boutique yourself now you have three things going now correct you have puff and fluff yes i'm quite a few which is the initial uh yes. legendary ideas yep. right and then Fill and be fulfilled. What, yeah, full and fulfilled. Full and fulfilled. Yeah, so basically puff and fluff. Well, let's start with that. Yeah. Because I want you to tell the audience. I love this story. I love this story about how this started. I mean, it, it, it's truly a grassroots story. So tell that story about puff and fluff. And it's a, it's a grooming facility for doggies. Yeah, yeah. So I basically was working corporate job, hated it, was like needed to do something else. And I had a passion for pets in general. So I started a pet sitting business when I went to ASU and was pet sitting all the time. And I'm like, hey, I do not want to sit in this cubicle any longer. I need to do something. And I ended up one night Googling pet businesses in Phoenix for sale. And basically back to this boutique thing, I was like, it'd be so cool to have like some kind of facility where people would come in and you have this beautiful storefront and, you know, these glass windows and it's beautiful in there. Yeah. Right. And so from there, I was like, let's see what's for sale. And there was a mom and pop pet grooming business off Bethany home and 16th street in Phoenix. It was 450 square feet. And 
It was a mom and pop. One person owned it. She was the groomer and owned it for like 35 years. Wow. And would smoke in there. Like it was old school, <laughs> super, super old school. And then she had one bather. So it was just like a two person. And it wasn't even making a lot. Like even when I look back at the financials now, I'm like, why in the world did I buy this thing? It was like in the negative. Yeah. But at that point I was working a corporate job. I wasn't happy. So I needed to like figure out what to do. So during my lunch hour, I went to seven banks over a course of like two, two, three this weeks. This is great. Yeah. And I went in there all happy. You know, I have, you know, my undergrad in business. Will you give me a loan? And this was 2013. People would look at me and be like, business loan? No. Yeah. <laughs> like you have no experience. I didn't even have a business plan. Um, and one bank out of the seven said, I'll give you a line of credit. I'm like, cool. How much? Well, at that point, like I knew what a line of credit was, but not specifically. Yeah. It was an 18% interest rate. <laughs> like crazy. That's like worse than a credit card. That's not good, kids. Not, not, not yeah. good. And I was like, okay, I want to do this. So I signed it on a dotted line and they gave me the money. Well, I was $4,000 short. So I call my dad. He lived in Iowa at the time, farmer. Knows, knows nothing about pet grooming, doesn't even think you should like bathe your animals. Like right. he's a farmer. Yeah. And he was like, not a good idea. This is just, you have no business experience. You're like 25 years old. This is like, you could go bankrupt if you can't pay this line of credit off. It was really high. And I was like, just think about it. And he was like, let me think about it. And then I walked out to my mailbox a few days later, and I had a $4,000 check in the mail, and it said, you can pay me back when you're a success. Mm. And it was like, I was able to make my dream happen, yeah. and that was 2013, and he recently, he has passed in 2015, but he saw me, he saw my initial momentum, Yeah. Um, and so it just, it rings true to, It's you know, a beautiful story. It's beautiful. <clears throat> and I, so, I love it. Yeah, so from there, you know, I just, I was working the business. I was... Everything. I was everything. I was the IT manager, the HR person. Yeah. I was the front front desk receptionist. You know, I opened and closed my shops. Um, a hiring manager, everything. And how many locations do you have now? I um, I have nine now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so in ten years I have nine, um, and I'll probably get like one more and then call it quits. Yeah. Ten, ten will probably be my max. Um, but at that point, I became everything. And then I, I saw another business for sale three years later in 2016, and so the word on the street was like, hey. You know, maybe maybe Liz will buy it. So I talked to the lady. I wasn't willing to. I knew my number. Looked at the financials, and these are all things that I just learned on my own. Like yeah. I wasn't even taught like how to look at business financials. I had to like kind of figure all this out. And I offered her, and she was like, "No." I'm like, "Call me back when, when you're ready to sell." You yeah. know, this is my number. And so that's when I bought my second location. And I always tell people that's really actually when my nightmare occurred because I was so excited for growth and opportunity. But I didn't have my shit together. Yeah. I, like, I, I was running one storefront on my own based on my expertise, how I want, you know, my clients to be introduced, you know, how, how you know, I ran the operation. Right. I was the operation. And so from there, the second location was my nightmare because I started having my manager at the other location call me because they didn't know. I, I, had, I had nothing in place. Like, they, I didn't have, like, when you when you bring somebody on board, you need to, like, 
teach them. <laughs> right. You felt like you were doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And I knew it, but those people didn't know it. So I was doing yeah. like a huge disservice to these people that I was hiring. And so I took a one year period and every question that anybody asked me in my business, Smart. I wrote it down and I answered it from a procedural standpoint, yeah. not like fluffy, but like step A, yep. step B, step, you know, like the, here, here's what you do. And Little did I know I was making my own standard operating procedure. That's awesome. And so once once that was created, then I was like, I'm going to buy another shop. And then that was like in 2017, I bought my third one. I don't even know all the years now. <laughs> yeah. I kind of lost track. Uh, but I own nine now. But I literally created these operational manuals. And basically, I started networking with people. And people were like, hey, I want to do what you're doing, like growing and expanding. And I'm like... I just own pet grooming businesses. I can't help you. And they're like, no, we want to know like what your secret sauce is. And I was like, I don't know. So I went home to my husband one night and was like, people want to work with me, but like I have nothing to offer. They can bring their dogs into my shops, which is great. But like, what else? And he was like, you write standard operating procedures. Mm. You know yeah. how to do that for people. Like your brain works that way. I'm like, whoa. So at my next networking event, I went with my manager and I said, hey, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to advertise something. Please don't let your mouth drop. <laughs> <laughs> so I stand up and I'm like, I'm Liz Illig and I write standard operating procedures and da 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 And everybody's like, oh, they thought I was there for like pet grooming. And people started coming up to me like, hey, you know, I want you to help me. And so that's really that's how, how started, yeah. that's really how Legendary Ideas Group started is why it literally was just like, I think I'm going to make a business out of this. So you've been doing that for a while. So what is all that transformed into now? Because that's a completely successful business model on its own. Yeah, yeah. So I just started taking local people yeah. like you and, you know, preschools and anybody that was like really out of place where they wanted to grow and scale but didn't have their processes in place. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing that and then getting a team to help me write the procedures. And so to this day, I still do the sales calls. Yeah. I have the kickoff meetings with all these larger companies, cool. gain all the information, knowledge, and then my team then builds it out from an operational standpoint of technical writing and, you know, all of that, upload it to like Trainual or Google Sites or, you know, some yeah. of those platforms. Um, and so we do standard operating procedures and then we build websites. So those are two like expertise. And the only reason we went into websites is because we started learning so much about people's business from yeah. operations, we were like, here's how you should display yourself, you know, to your audience. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So wow. it, it's, it's a fun process. So it's like, so some days I'd look here, I'm like, how did I get here? But legendary ideas group started in 2018. So from 2013 to 18, I was just puff and fluff. Okay. And then puff and fluff legendary ideas. So I must've been one of your first you were probably, I think, like fifth or sixth yeah, clients. Fifth or yeah, sixth clients. yeah, yeah. That's it was crazy. fairly new. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I put this podcast together was all about the entrepreneur spirit and just like listening to your story again. Um, it, it just excites me. Now, I, you know, I'm 109 podcast in, and this was exciting to have you here because, you know, lo and behold, uh, what during COVID or after? Uh, well, I don't even know when COVID. What, whatever. 2020. Is that when you decided to just kind of pick up and, and move into the into the wilderness? Yeah, so about 2021, COVID 2020, 2021, I said to my husband, I was like, hey, our my business is run on their own. I have great staff. I have a great operational manager for my grooming you know, business, and I can run Legendary Ideas Group from anywhere. Yeah. Let's go out and like literally live in the middle of nowhere. And yeah. he looked at me, and he was like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, we should do it. So Have we started. you always wanted to do that? Like, or was that no. part of you? You know, it's so did funny. Did your dad rub off on you? Uh, 
like now that I think about this, I'm yeah. like, how am I like a farmer now? Like right. I have chores in yeah. the morning, like this morning before uh, it coming. To, yeah, coming to Phoenix. Like I literally had to like get my livestock up and get my yeah. farm up, you know? But yeah, I mean, I actually came, my dad's side of the family and my mom's, both farmers in Iowa, <laughs> born and raised. But when my parents got a divorce, I was five years old. We moved into like a, a city. Right. So I've always been like, I've always known about, you know, agriculture and, you know, things like that. But I just, I really was at a place where I almost got burnt out from my businesses mm -hmm. because I marketed so much. I was on like media all the time, all the time like yeah. I was always out there and I almost got to a place and you're probably like this and some people are really great with it because I'm I used to be an extrovert but I actually feel like I'm an introvert now yeah. because right. I had so much that I was always like I was hustling bustling like people are like how'd you get here you must have had money and I'm like no I had no money like I, I, I came from like really nothing yeah you know and so I've, I've, just, I've made it but I've had to work hard for it now you know things have calmed down and I can like be the visionary, I guess, of, of a lot of my businesses, but um, I don't think, I don't know. I think maybe I'm going back to my roots. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> so okay, so yeah. so like 2020, 2021, and then you just you sold your house here in Phoenix, right? Yeah. And yeah. And did you already know where you were going to land before? Um. So there was a few factors. Um. I didn't want to go to the cold. So yeah, most yeah. people from Phoenix go up north, mm -hmm. and so I just I don't really like the cold, but I also don't like the high temps of 110, 120. So we picked Southern Arizona because it's usually like 10 to 20 degrees cooler. Right. So like we got snow this winter, but it, a little bit for like six hours. Beautiful. Yep. It goes away. That's great. Um, and then in the summer, it's like 90, 95, maybe 100, but it doesn't get super hot. And the vineyards. So And it's still cool in the, at the nighttime. At the nighttime. 90, yeah. Yeah. So kind of just doing that, that I just, I felt like I needed to get out of the city. Yeah. And now I have like fallen in love with like waking up and seeing, I mean, there's some days I don't even leave the house for four or five days, but like, but I'm also the kind of person that I have office hours for myself. Yeah. You know, like I'm yeah. still very much involved in my businesses. I might just not go to them, but I'm very involved. Did you um, test the internet before you bought the hundred acres? Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Starlink right. is at every, everywhere. Every, okay. <laughs> yeah. We have two Starlinks. Thank you, Elon. It's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, so, okay. So this is cool. So I, and I do want to get into your other businesses, but were your other businesses kind of born out of you being in the middle of nowhere? The full and fulfilled a little bit. So, okay. and that's really about like food blogging is, is mainly what I do. So that's, that's more me being, and it's kind of funny cause like I'm on YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. That, so that like shows me as an extrovert, extrovert, right. but I'm also a very introvert cause I don't really want to be by people. They can kind of see what I'm doing and see what I'm eating and you know, things like that, yeah. but they're not close. <laughs> right. You, you film and produce all this stuff yourself. Uh, yeah, I have a team that does all my editing for my videos, yeah. but I film everything on my own. Dropbox um, it over. Yep, time. yep, I do all that. And yeah. then I have like a, for all my teams, so I guess my secret sauce to most of my businesses is I start them, I operate them, I learn them, I can do them, but then I hire them out and source things out mm -hmm. so that I can really be higher in a visionary state yeah. and in a creative sense. And so like I started creating within my full and fulfilled business, um, pottery. Yeah. And so I sell these bowls that are, you know, for weight loss and things like that. So it's just kind of like, I love having an idea and making it something right. because there's probably people listening to this that have an idea, but they don't take the action. Yeah. 
And it's just having to take that action. It can be forever life-changing. Well, I can't even tell you how many ideas are probably sitting in people's heads for <laughs> decades that never come to life, if at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and action is everything. Even and it's, if it's fear a and action. risk. Yeah, it fear is. and risk. It's always <clears throat> those two obstacles of like, what if... I had no money 11 years ago, yeah. and now I'm in a different state. You went and got an 18% loan, right? <laughs> yes, like I yeah. had no money. So things are possible. They are. And I would consider you in a flow state. And, you know, I watch you on social, you know, every time you pop up. And, and it's so cool to watch the evolution of somebody that runs multiple successful businesses and allows themselves to be free. You know, I'm very envious of uh, part of the reason why Kim and I went and bought land. You know, it's just kind of like I'm envious of that um, that work-life balance, but you don't really work in the essence of like, oh, it's hard work. It's like just part of your life. You're just doing stuff. Stuff. And I remember watching you doing like the canning and, yes. you know, now you're like yeah. a huge gardening, you know, mm-hmm. for, remember you, yes. hi, you hired <laughs> Ashley who yes. I sent over to your house yes. for gardening. That's and so she funny. taught me the basics of gardening. Yeah. Right. And so when I moved um, to Southern Arizona, I had a really large garden. I learned how to can. I learned how to make sourdough bread. Like I wanted real life. Yeah. I, I love to learn, but I also... I learn and then I move on. But yeah. I still continue to do the thing. I just am not maybe as, as obsessive about it. Like right. when I learned canning, I probably canned like a thousand jars of food and ended up like having to sell it because I, there's no way I could have possibly ate that right. much food, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's interesting. But like I wholeheartedly, when I get into something, I just do it a hundred percent and I go kind of like OCD about it. Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, I, just, I, you know, like I you're that. like that. Yeah. And so I have to kind of reel myself back sometimes and be like, is this a good decision? <laughs> no, for sure. So tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about Start Solution, what that's about. Yeah. So Start Solution, um, I have... I feel like my whole life I've battled with weight. Like yeah. just as a woman, I've never been able to be at my optimal weight. Right. And I've I gained weight. And I remember my husband would always say, like, I used to go to the village like two times a day, like in the morning and night. And I played tennis. I was super active. I was taking hit classes. I was like doing everything, eating, you know, cottage cheese, like <laughs> mozzarella sticks, like, you know, just like, you know, like the cheese, like every yeah. getting my protein, doing my micros and nothing worked for me. Mm-hmm. And so one one night I was like, I just I've had it. So I started watching a YouTube um, about starch solution and it's basically eating starches and vegetables with a low fat so like no oil and no meat and no dairy Um, so rice beans potatoes those are my like primaries um, with a bunch of vegetable but like I eat a ton of vegetables (laughs) so I'm not saying like (laughs) I'm like having a little salad like I'm large large quantities and I was able to lose before I uh, moved to southern Arizona I I lost like 34 pounds and then and I lost an additional 18 pounds last year. So I got down to like, you know, very, my, my optimal weight where I think my body was like functioning and it felt good. And, right. you know, so it's definitely not for everybody. I'm never like, you shouldn't eat meat because I actually think meat could be good for people. You know, like I'm not, yeah. everybody's body, and you know this from working with so many people, like well, people's bodies are so different. Yeah. And, and I, people just need to be, in my opinion, accountable for their own bodies. And, and for me, what that looks like is, it's blood test, it's um, cognitive eating, like how do I feel after I eat this, what goes on, it's the amount of the energy that you expense, you know, during your day through workouts and other things and what you need. And sometimes people don't eat enough, you know, that was my biggest problem. I would keep weight on because I didn't eat enough because I was so scared I would gain weight, but yet I was working out twice a day. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. 
So there's always something that's there for, you know, for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of finding out what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would consider yourself, I guess. Plant-based. Plant-based. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I wouldn't say vegan because I don't <clears throat> eat crap. Like I literally eat basically starches, vegetables, and yeah. fruit. You're not going um, to the store and buying like the the, the, the the vegan tamales with all the. No, because it's probably even worse it is. Yeah. <laughs> than anything else, you know? And so, so I, I don't eat like that and I don't crave that. But I also got to a place where um, as like a food blogger, I was like creating recipes a lot. Well, when you create recipes, your the calories and all the micros just change and people don't realize like in this actual, you know, in recipe there could be a ton of fat, ton of, you know, ton yeah. of anything yeah. and it adds up. So I was at, I was on a quest to find something that was super easy. So like I hardly spend any time in the kitchen now cuz I I love it. I just like steam my vegetables, you know, make my starches Perfect. and things like that and just eat super clean from nature. And yeah. I think there's something beautiful about just eating food that makes you feel vibrant and checking in with yourself. And a lot of the times I only eat twice a day Yeah, because I eat larger quantities because I'm also eating probably low calorie dense food, but I'm also walking. I walk three to five miles a day. Oh my God. You're walking. And I'm going to share all of her social media. You have to check it out. I mean, literally she has sheep that follow her. Mm -hmm. How many dogs do you have now? Um, A lot. I have three outdoor dogs. <laughs> um, so they're guardian dogs. So yeah. they take care of the sheep. Yeah. Um, and then I have four cats, uh, five small dogs, three outdoor dogs, and then three medium sized dogs. So, so you, you I, have your own farm? I have my own farm. Yeah. You know, like I have to wake it up in the morning, <laughs> close it down at night. Are the sheep just pets? You don't yeah, like, they're pets. You don't squeeze their nipples for mm, sheep milk? No. no, they're all boys. Okay. Oh. I say, hey, boys. <laughs> and when I say, hey, boys, they're like, they, they look up and they're, they're so cute. They're I, so Kim cute. and I have to come and see the sheep. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, they're, they're baby dolls. And so, like, you. baby dolls, yeah. It's, yeah. And so they're, they're boys and they're like what you would see at a petting zoo. Okay. Basically. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, and they get along with the dogs and hang oh, out. Oh, yeah. The dogs love them. And the cats love them, too. Really? So, and my, my outdoor dogs and my cats love one another. Okay. Like, the little cats need on their, yeah. on their like, oh, fur so and precious. stuff. It's cute. Aww. So, okay. So, if you're just listening to this, Liz weighs about 40 pounds. Um, and it's so funny. You're like, I lost, you know, 5 million pounds. It's like, dude, you weren't even that big to begin with. But it... It's interesting to see and hear the perspectives within ourselves because I was that same way. Like I weighed 160 and I'm like, oh, I'm just overweight. Now I feel good at 145. Like that's my ideal, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think when you get in that zone and you feel good, you're more productive, you're energetic, you're a better wife, entrepreneur. I mean, all those things. Life changes. It does. Life like almost brightens you up a little bit. And then when you know what to eat every day, you're like, cool. That's one thing I can check. It's like wearing the same shirt every day. You don't have to second guess it. I mean, everybody is obsessed with food nowadays. Like, what's my next meal? When is it going to be? Like, today when I got on the road, I'm not even worrying about my meals. Like, I packed my stuff and I'll snack on things. Like, I'm just not... I, sometimes I don't eat till 10 o'clock. Sometimes I need to eat. I eat when I'm hungry. Right. If my stomach is telling me I'm hungry, I eat when I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so the uh, how, how often do you get down into Phoenix that you have to, like, even, like, check on the, you know, the puff and fluffs and that sort of stuff? 
Never. Never. Yeah, it's great. You're, you're maybe my like fourth time I've come in like three years. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Yeah. And then all the other stuffs online. And so you obviously so and I'll share all this too. But you you sell stuff online. Like you have a whole yeah. array of things. Yeah. Yeah. I've you created sell. my own products. So yeah. I created a product about two years ago. So I sell a fifty fifty dish. I yeah, call it. That's cool. And um, it's basically a divider down the middle. It's a ceramic beautiful piece made by an artist. I now have somebody a company manufacturing it in the United States, Very which is nice. super cool. So it's it's kind of fun because I have I have brick and mortars and yeah. I know how to run those. I started doing the online space and I didn't know anything about that. So I got that. Right. And then I was like, my last thing I need to do is bring a product to market. <laughs> right. And so my husband and I created the CAD drawing for the product. We created the mold for it. Wow. I found this company in the United States to mass produce them for me. So it's just fun because now I've got I've been able to like learn all those types of businesses about like how to sell a product online and, and things like like that. The online space is definitely different, and I know that's taken you a while to, to learn, and, and we've had good and bad experiences through that, but I, I assume once it's like anything else, once you learn it and you kind of understand the flow, and you're gaining, you're trying to gain people's attention that are looking for these sorts of things, and then get them to get to your website to buy stuff, and, and, and so how long has that taken to really get like momentum to where you know you're going to make revenue off of this? Yeah, it took me a while, so yeah. my um, my Start Solution Instagram page now has like 22,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. So I finally have an audience, That's and the great. audience is watching, right? right? And so when the audience is watching, and I'm eating out of my dish every single meal yep. because it's a tool to show me how much food I need to eat to keep me full and satisfied yeah. for a long period of time, people see that, and it's a tool. So any kind of weight loss program usually has a tool. Yeah. And mine is this 50-50 dish of filling one side with starches, the other side with vegetables, you, you know, using hummus or, you know, and, yeah. and beans and, you know, anything like that. And just, but you have to have momentum. You, right. you have to be able to source people. And that can be the biggest challenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have an audience and you have a cool product, how do you put those two together? It's really, really challenging. Right, right. Oh my so goodness. it's a work in progress. Don't give up, people. That's yeah. I think the moral of that story. Um, tell me a little bit about um, just your your fitness journey and kind of your daily routine. What 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 does a typical day look for you? Yeah. So I cannot wake up with uh, an alarm anymore. So cool. I naturally wake up every single day. Um, wake up to my animals, and I have a, I actually have a really slow morning. So I like to have my coffee. Yeah. Uh, sit down, journal, read. I listen to music. Cool. Really just cool, chill music. I have, you know, beautiful windows that over, overlook, like, the yeah. whole valley of Sonoida, um, Arizona. So it looks really cool. And then I do, I do a morning walk with the dogs. And I always have my office hours from 9, 9 a.m. to usually 11 a.m. So that's, like, when my team knows if they're waiting for me to approve something, I need to look at balance sheets, anything like that. That's like a really good time. I'm a morning person. So I yeah, need to like, here. if you want me to re review something at 3 p.m., like I have to wait till the next day. Like, yeah. And I, that sound, makes me sound old, but like I just feel vibrant, way more vibrant in the morning and like yep. laser focused. My mind is still <laughs> like- Got the caffeine flowing. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I just feel good. So my office hours are 9, 9 to 11. And then I also do sales calls for Legendary Ideas Group during that time. Um, and I usually only work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. So those are like my days in office. Um, and then like Thursday, Friday, 
it's so funny because like I remember when I had like a full time job and I needed to work out and I do do all these things. Like I made everything happen in a day. Yeah. And now that I'm like semi retired, I'm like I need more hours. Right. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. Some days I'm like I don't even know what I've done today. But also in my defense, I have like my teams reaching out. I'm approving stuff all day. All day long. You know, just yeah. I'm, I mean. I might not be actively involved in a lot of my businesses, yeah. but I am behind the scenes. It's a good place to be, and I think that's something that, if you're into it, it's definitely achievable for people. But it's a lot of work. It's a lot of letting go, you know? That was so hard. Yeah. <laughs> that was, like, one of my hardest things. Like, I remember my, my manager looked at me, and she was like, Liz, she's like, I need you to leave. Yeah. And I just, like, I looked at her, and I was like, what in the world? Like, I felt like I was being kicked out of my own business that I built. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad she did that. Yeah. <laughs> because it gave me freedom. Right. Freedom that I didn't even know existed. And it also gave her a chance to blossom and grow. Yeah. And I met her for breakfast this morning. Like, that's, that's awesome. how long she's worked for me. Like, she is my true gem <clears throat> of a human. I saw you tagged her on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, I just love her. And so she's been so good. And, like, she's now, like, one of my really good friends. Like, yeah. yes, she's, like, my empl- my top employee, but she's, she's my dear friend. Well, you trusted her. You empowered her. And now she takes responsibility and she takes ownership in what it is that she's developed. Yeah. And you're grateful I, for that. I got her back. Like, yeah. I, I bought her a car, you know? So it's, like, she's just... That's great. Sh- she's my gem. Yeah. No, that's very cool. We, we all need those gems, trust mm-hmm. me. And I have several here as well. Um, so... You walk the land a lot, and and I wanted to ask you this. What sort of, like, life do you see out there? What creatures are out there? What have you come across as far as wildlife? Yeah, so, well, the interesting thing about my property is I feel there's a vortex there. Ooh. And every time anybody comes, um, the house used to be an Airbnb, so it's barely, it's set up really nicely um, to entertain. But anytime anybody comes there, everybody will take an afternoon nap. Mm. And these people don't take naps. They literally feel like at peace on my property, mm-hmm. and so it's something really cool about that. Um, we see deer, coyotes, javelina, fox through the yard. I mean, just literally everything. But I have guardian dogs, so they nothing can get into my property okay. because a coyote would kill a sheep oh, within a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. But my guardian dog would destroy that coyote and probably define a guardian dog. A guardian dog is so it's a mine are Great Pyrenees, and so they are bred to protect land, <laughs> people, and animals. Okay. So, but they are they are the nicest animal. Like they most kind-hearted yeah. dog ever. Wow. They're white. They look like a wolf. They will protect you. They they hold 95 pounds of pressure in their mouth. Oh my god. So if they want to kill something, they will kill something within a second because so coyotes 90, don't come near. No. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I hear them, so they're 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 in the valley for sure. Yeah. Um, where I live, but they're they're they won't they won't stand a chance. Any any bobcats or? Um, they, I have seen my neighbor say a few bobcats looked into their windows before. Oh. But once again, since I have these dogs, they have full access of my full acreage. Yeah. So I'm not getting anything like super up close, but we walk the full land as you see. Yeah. You know, we walk the, the 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 um, cow ranch and things like that. And, and when so, you check out our social media. You'll see all the dogs and the sheep and everybody. Yeah, and all alive. the cats, all the cats walk walk with us. The cats will literally walk three to five miles. It's pretty cool. It is absolutely the yeah. best. Um, any 
non-negotiables for you on your on your day, you know, on your day journey? Is it like like a walk? Is it no know, a, a, a walk? Yeah. A walk. Um, I love taking a quick little nap. Okay. Um, I, non-negotiable is I create a to-do list for every single day. Okay. Every single day of my life, the night before, I sit down and I plan out my day. Love it for the next day. Um, I just like. Even if it's hobbies that I'm going to work on, yeah, like yeah. I, I need direction, yeah, for my day, yeah. and it also empowers me. It inspires me. It makes me a better person when I'm able to project what I'm going to do ahead of time. So yeah. sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's like I need to can some food. Sometimes it's I need to make my sourdough bagels and you know things like that. Yeah. So a to-do list every single day. Would that be like your number one tip for people like doing business? Yes, create a to-do list and time block. Okay. Time block was probably one of my, like, biggest things that I did um, in, like, being successful. Like, giving yourself, like, an hour to review this document, 20 minutes for this. Like, actually time block because there's not a lot of self-starters out there anymore. No, there isn't. (laughs) And if you're not a self-starter, that's going to be really hard to have a business. That's why I'm saying, like, I live in a beautiful home, but I still love my office hours because I go into my office and that's, like, my time to... Yeah make money and produce amazing things for the world to see. And if I don't do that, then I can't be my full authentic self, I guess. Right, right. And it probably excites you to be able to go into that realm and check your different accounts and you're like, oh, I did oh, this I here. Oh, I love it. Yeah. You're like me. Like, I got to check my email right away. Like, totally. I, 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 wanna know what's I yeah, right. I look at my bank statements three times a day. Well? Like, 100%. Yes. Love yes. all that. Yeah. No, this yeah. is awesome. All right. I have some rapid fire questions for you. Cool. You ready? Okay. Uh, dog hair or sheep hair? Dog hair. Okay. Uh, canned peaches or canned beets? Ooh. <laughs> peaches. Okay. Um, pizza or pasta? Pasta. Do you make your own pasta? Yes. Yeah. It looks good. Um, travel or stay at home? Oh, stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me go anywhere. Like, right? even if my husband asked, like, was like, we could pay for anything, any trip, I'm like, can we please stay home? Like, I love being home. Yeah. So do, I, so do I. I love being home. We're so similar. But I also think, too, it's about creating the space right. for you to want to. There's nothing for me to run away from. I right. love my life. I love getting up at my house, love going to bed at my house. I have my pillow. I have my bed I love. Your I, animals. I have my animals. Vortex. I literally, yes, I have everything that I could possibly want in this life. And your husband works in from my home, house. too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, javelina or rattlesnakes? <gasps> None. (laughs) (laughs) They both would probably die in my house. So Uh, I would probably, uh, a rattlesnake would kill instantly. Yeah, no rattlesnake. Mm -mm. Javelina. Have you seen a rattlesnake on your property? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No bueno. I mean, they'll kill a cat within an instant. Does the dog take care of the rattlesnake? The dog usually will bark at it. Okay, so you'll know. Yeah. Um, Caves or cities? Cave. Yeah. You have the, uh, the car, what is it, the Karchman? Karcher Kavner. Yeah. yeah, I've yeah. been there actually. Yeah. Uh, hibernate or socialize? Oh, hibernate, please. <laughs> uh, UFO or Chupacabra? UFO. And then uh, ACDC or P. Diddy? 
ACDC. All right. That's awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to put it all in show notes, but where do you want people to, to find you? Or do you want me to just put it in notes? Or give me, give me yeah, all your Yeah, I, I would say Legendary stuff. Ideas Group if you're wanting, you know, learn more about businesses, standard operating procedures, things like that. Yeah. And then if you're on a health journey, you know, Start Solution would be a, a good thing yeah. as well. Yeah, very cool. Very yeah. cool. Well, thank you for driving 19 hours to come see me. I just appreciate being four. here. And it's really like a blast from the past. And yeah. your office is beautiful. So just it's really cool just to connect with you again in person. That's you know, awesome. like social media, we get to see and interact, but it's not like real, real. From and the so moment I met really you, cool. you've been a dear friend and we'll do this again. And, and thank you for my dressings. Those are kick ass. She, she bought me these, uh, these really cool dressings. Um, and they're like limited ingredients, low calorie, like just well, amazing. And here's the thing. You're kind of easy to buy for because yeah. you and I kind of like a lot of the same things, but I was like, what is it? Something that he may have never tried before yeah. from a health nut to another health nut, and I felt like that was perfect. It's, it's, it's I mean, you introduced amazing. me to the protein. You know, I mean, we kind of go back yeah. and forth. Like yeah, we'll vibe off of each yeah, other. Yeah. I got my uh, my new book, uh, The Fit Entrepreneur, coming out. Cool, so, love it. And you taught me how to start working on eBooks and doing all this yeah. other stuff. So cool. yeah, it's been great. Great. All right. Well, until next time, thank you everybody for listening to On the Delo. Appreciate it. Please uh, subscribe and five star it. Follow Liz. Check out all of her stuff. And um, until next time, we'll see you later. Peace out.